with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, welcome to the uh, podcast. I don't know what it's Post-show called. Post show, pre show. Thank you very much. The bottom line is Matt DeBurz is back after risking his life for Make a Wish, which was, uh, you know, awesome. He's eating uh, <laughs> a bagel from 7 Eleven because it's 7 Eleven day and he's yeah. sucking back on a Slurpee as well. One of the final straws he'll ever get a chance to use. Oh, yeah, that's a plastic straw. Yeah, plastic straws. We talked about that in the program. How do you, how dare you use a plastic straw, Matt? Don't you care they about brought the dolphins? It, buddy. I don't know. I think that we should just use all the ones that are already made and There's then stop. There's probably lots. I think what the th- it's going to happen is they're going to be compostable. Yes. So you're going to get mm, reusable paper. straw, like paper is, straw. Is that the correct word? Compostable? Compostable. Compostable. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Okay, Mr. Stickler for <laughs> words over there. I, I was asking the question. I wasn't sure if it was or it wasn't. But anyway, <laughs> but so you're saying use all the ones we've got left and then make them compostable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like out of paper and stuff. Paper straws are, like, really trendy, but they don't last very long. Yeah. How long are we talking? Like, maybe half an hour. Really? Yeah. And then they start to, like, get big and weird. Then they turn into a butterfly. (laughs) Yeah. I think if you put paper in liquid. They go into their crystallis. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that big word. Is that another another word that Matt uses? (laughs) I don't know. All right. So you did uh, rappel over the building. 23 stories. Yeah, sure did. 250 feet. Good job. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast past the date that the show aired, yeah. you're going to have a tough time finding the Facebook Live video. But if it's like the day of, yeah. go and find it because I am a coward. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, the, the, you're doing it. The problem with you is like you're doing it. You should be proud of yourself. But even while you're doing it, you're still like like feeling sorry for everybody somehow. I don't know how you do what that. What do you mean feeling sorry well, like, for everybody? I thought, okay, once you're doing it, I thought once you got over that the edge adrenaline. and you started doing it, you'd be like, guys, I'm doing it. You're still like, oh, man. Because it was embarrassing. I'm a I'm this chicken. Uh, at the top, like everybody's like, I got these grown adults saying, you could do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, 50% of me thought you were going to back out. Yeah. I would have if there wasn't a camera there. <laughs> the, the the GoPro video will yeah. be very interesting. Is that the same as your wedding? If it wouldn't have been shot by a video, you would have actually backed out. No chance I would have backed out. I had to lock up Sam. Okay, that's true. I just thought I'd or ask. Her case probably, though. Yeah, there yeah. was a camera there. I wonder how many people don't back out of things because there's a camera. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's like my life. <laughs> it hurts to laugh. It's weird that you're always camera ready. I am always camera ready. Podcast, June 11th, 2018. Enjoy July it. 11th. I'm still frightened out of my wits. 7-Eleven day. Now he's going to blame everything he does for the next <laughs> week on the fact that he did it. Anyway, enjoy the show. Good morning. A few showers ending early this morning. Then a mix of sun and cloud, but still a risk of a thunderstorm later this afternoon. A high of 26. The safe rescue of all 12 young soccer players and their coach from a flooded cave in Thailand is being called a miracle. The 18-day ordeal that claimed the life of an experienced diver and captured the attention of people across the world ended yesterday when the last four boys and their coach made it to safety. The father of one of the hockey players killed in the humble Broncos bus crash says that he felt empty as he caught the eye of the truck driver accused in the case. Scott Thomas, whose son Evan died in the April 6th crash, says he felt compelled to be in court yesterday as Jasker Atsidu was released on only $1,000 bail and had to surrender his passport. Alberta is now making driver training for new commercial truckers mandatory as early as next January. England plays Croatia at noon today in the World Cup semifinal. The winner of that game moves on to play France for the championship. The Esks have revenge on their minds as they take on the Argos at Commonwealth on Friday night. And Ludacris will play the halftime show and we'll have your tickets at 7 o'clock. 
And a big congrats to Jason Aldean and his wife, Brittany, and of course, their seven-month-old son, Memphis, because they are welcoming another baby into the family. It was announced yesterday through both Jason and Brittany's Instagram that baby number two is on the way. And look up, look way up. Around 8 o'clock this morning, you are going to see our very own Matt DeBurz rappelling down the side of the Coast Edmonton Plaza Hotel. It is all in support of the Make-A-Wish Foundation and their Rope for Hope campaign. The thing is, Matt here is terrified of heights. So we want to know mm. how and when did you face your fears? Yeah, I think that we should play this song, eh? Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to be okay once... I take that first step off. Right. I have experienced climbing. Yeah. I was yes. an experienced climber. But I didn't do good the higher up I got because of my fear of heights. At sure. all. I was I was always in the back of my mind. Yeah. Okay. And now like that first step when you repel, like to feel your weight on the line is the worst. Because yeah. you're like, oh man. Is it gonna hold me? Is it gonna hold me, right? I have no doubt that it'll hold me. Okay. They have like very Sure, of course. Great Nothing's gonna go wrong, but you still in your brain. Oh. All right, well, you know what? I'm not scared of heights at all, but I can tell you that uh, the one and only time I ever bungee jumped at West Edmonton Mall, it was like the most frightening thing I've ever done. So, and I, I wasn't scared of heights at all when that happened. But you're gonna do great. Yeah, you're gonna be good. We, did you have breakfast? No, <laughs> probably for the best. <laughs> all right, so that's gonna be. It's for a great cause. He's gonna yes. be doing that at eight o'clock. Uh, Edmonton's own country singer Adam Gregory is gonna be there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But we're wondering this morning, as Jack said, what about you? Have you faced your fear? What are you most afraid of? And how have you? dealt with it. Do you guys have something? I mean, obviously Matt's doing this. Jack, maybe think about uh, a fear On the that subject of heights, quickly, I posted a video yesterday. Three years ago in South Africa, I bungee jumped off the highest bridge bungee in the world. Yes. But I closed my eyes the whole time, so I don't really oh, know if weird. that counts. No, it still counts. <laughs> I, it, I, that absolutely still counts, just because okay. you close your eyes. Uh, Classic Jack move, though. Oh, yeah. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also uh, text us at one zero three nine three nine. And somebody's randomly going to get tickets to what I hear is a sold out show on Thursday night at Cook County. Lanco's in town. Nice. And we're going to randomly give you tickets. So if your fear is going to a country bar and seeing a great country act, we may help you with that too, right? Here's Luke Combs in One Number Away. This is Kissing Country 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Dallas Smith and Wasting Gas. You don't want to waste it at the price it is right now. Uh. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. There's a fear, a fear of uh, going to the gas pump and seeing how much it's going to cost to fill up your vehicle. I'm it's, waiting it out, yeah. and it's not going down. No, it's not. <laughs> Just fill up your tank. Yeah. It'll <laughs> even out in the long run. Rip the Band-Aid off. <laughs> no. It's like, as soon as it goes over 100 bucks, it's just like that. That's the threshold where you just go, ouch. Do you yeah. get extra air miles the more you spend? Yes. Yeah. So, what's the big deal? There you, go. <laughs> you don't even collect air miles. <laughs> sure I do. Oh, okay. Good. I won't go out of my way. No. <laughs> if they fall into his lap, he'll take them. Oh, look at air miles. He'll take them. Uh, Matt's going to be rappelling off of what building again at 8 o'clock this morning? The Coast Hotel. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> do you, you knew that, right? And yeah, yeah, I told you. And that's downtown. Yes. Right? Like, is that the one? Like, well, of course, it's downtown. What other buildings did you rappel off of? Well, I don't know. They picked the tall one. We got a two-story. I one think that's here. the you one with done. the. Um... It's on 105th Street. Yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Is it uh, the one with the revolving restaurant on the top? No. 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 It's 105th Street, just off Jasper. You right? got it. Yeah. 
Okay. Great. Big Valley Jamboree has a Christmas party there every year. And, uh, hey, just, we're not invited to that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, well, must be nice. That's why Chris never talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're busy collecting air miles. You don't have time to go to Christmas parties. Anyway, so Matt's doing this. He's not real excited about it, as you can tell. And uh, so he's got a fear of heights. So uh, um, so we're talking about your fears and facing them this morning at 103.939. Lots of texts coming in. My daughter and I are afraid of flying. Our last trip was to Disney World. My wife and sons flew there while my daughter and I just road tripped it. Mm. Oh, my sister has a terrible fear of flying. Yeah. If you guys don't remember, we went down to Cuba a few yeah. years ago yeah, for yeah. one of our trips. Yeah. And getting on the plane, she looked like she yeah. had been drinking for eight days. Yeah. We haven't been there yet. Yeah. She popped an Ativan, had that <laughs> neck pillow around her neck, could barely open her eyes. <laughs> She What's was, wrong with that? She, yeah, <laughs> she, was, she was flying before we hit the, oh, hit yeah. the airplane. It was a straight, yeah, exactly. Uh, my uh, uh, my daughter's boyfriend, he's uh, really afraid of flying too. I haven't experienced it yet with him, but she says it's terrible. And there's any kind of turbulence. She's just like, she keeps telling him like, look at there's little kids right in front of us that are like playing right now. They're watching their, their movies. Like they're not that scared. You shouldn't be scared. But you can't tell somebody that that's got a fear of it, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. My fear I, that I faced recently, I was thinking about was the dentist and and I've oh. never really had any kind of big issues. I've been so lucky. But again, that root canal was, I think, the time that I absolutely faced my fear. And it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought. So, I mean, nine times out of ten, facing your fears and phobias is going to be, you know, it's not going to be that bad. So, there you go. I don't know if Donnie agrees. He just mm. texted in. The one thing that scares me the most, something I have to face every single day, it's five foot three, about 120 pounds. <laughs> it's my wife. There you go. <laughs> Walks around with a bear with a sore paw. Not a good sign if you got a phobia about your wife. Uh, text us or call us at 780-421-1039. What is the fear that you have and have you faced it? Someone's still going to Lanco, the big show, a uh, sold-out show at Cook County Saloon tomorrow night. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Looks like it's going to be a sunny day when Matt repels from the uh, Coast Edmonton Hotel at 8 o'clock this morning for Make-A-Wish. And uh, mm. then maybe a chance of some more showers coming up uh, a little bit later. Matt's he's not really excited about this, but no. hats off to you. It's a great yeah. fundraiser. Make-A-Wish is fantastic. And we know that these uh, poor little people, of course, they're dealing with real tough things, of course. True. And so this is an opportunity for, for Matt to give back. And we just got to keep reminding him of that until 8 o'clock this morning. Go to ropeforhope.ca and okay. uh, maybe slide a little cash their way. All right. Plus, they say that they can't see you crying up there. And if they do see you crying, just say it's the wind. It's fine. But I'll be on the phone with you two doofuses. Well, yeah. we're going to be offering you support. We're going to be like, you can oh, do Oh, yeah, this. super support. <laughs> so because Matt's got this fear of heights and he's going to be doing this uh, for Make-A-Wish, which is awesome, we're looking for uh, the fears that you have that you have uh, potentially faced. And uh, Matt said, we should talk about Jack's fear of needles and how she's faced it. You really haven't faced no. your needle thing, have you? No, I accept yeah. it, but... Even after I had Kennedy, I still made them count to three for every needle. Like it's like, <laughs> which is like so oh my goodness. You're like, do you realize what you're going through with childbirth and then like a needle? Like, one time I had to get a blood test before, and I was super pregnant, and the guy was like, "You seriously want me to count to three? And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You know what you're about to do, right?" right. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, yeah, I know. When you go to the dentist, what happens? I don't know. I'm. <laughs> I have a lot of Ativan <laughs> <laughs> for a teeth cleaning. I think it goes pretty well. They yeah. keep having me back. <laughs> as far as you can tell, eh? All yeah. right. Seven eight zero four two one one three nine. Fears that you faced. Yes, Jan. I used to have a big fear of sharks. Okay. Always. And two years ago, um, I went swim went scuba diving with sharks in uh, in the Dominican. Right. And that's not in a cage. Okay. It was not in a cage. And these were tiger sharks. 
Tiger sharks are supposedly pretty mean. They are, apparently, but you can get up close to them if you do it right, apparently. So I did it, and uh, now I don't have a fear of them, and I have a respect for them, but no fear anymore. Okay. That's a classic Albertan fear, too, sharks. Yeah. Did you yeah. use all of your oxygen in like five minutes? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I wasn't checking that. I was more checking to make sure my all my digits were still intact. Right. Understandable. Right. Yeah, we did Dominican and we did the swim with sharks, but ours was like a hammer one, right? Like they're hammerheads. Ham- maybe. Yeah, hammerheads hammer- are mean too. Are they? But this, but ours was in a cage, and so we were just kind of swimming around and teasing it. <laughs> ours are only great whites. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was fine. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. In a moment, we're talking about your fears as we get set to face them. Well, Matt gets to face his of heights a little bit later on this morning. Oh, yes. This person says, I have a fear of spiders. I never plan on facing it. They nasty. Even <laughs> if I'm near one, I'm in panic. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My sister's got that too. Well, what what about the grown thing, men that are f- afraid of mice? Like, I've got a brother-in-law <laughs> and a nephew who are grown men, fathers, does it farmers matter? too? Farmers and fathers, yes. If you're scared, you're scared. I guess. This grown man is scared of not being able to move when he wants. My wife think it's, thinks it's hilarious, and she will purposely tuck the sheets in so tight that I freak out trying to get them unturned. Or she'll hold on to me during a hug and not let go. Remember you used to do that to like your <laughs> friends or cousins or little brothers? Mm-hmm. And eventually they just like... Bleh! What is your fear and have you faced it? We'd love to hear from you this morning. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Long live the night. There's the rec laws. Kissing the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Matt is going to be rappelling off of the uh, Coast Edmonton Hotel for Make-A-Wish. He didn't tell his mom about it. She just heard it on the air, and she just tweeted at him in all caps. She is not happy, Matt. Ooh, no. No, I mean, and I've done previous stunts where she wasn't happy with you guys. You guys are forcing me to do this. This wasn't a mad idea. Mm. (laughs) It was for the kids. Matt, it's for the kids, and your mom gets that. And I'll get that. Yeah, no problem. That's why I'm doing it. So we're talking about your fears, and have you ever faced him yes another matt is on the line terrified of grasshoppers okay <laughs> i don't know why snakes don't bother me spiders don't bother me but those especially those clicky ones i click yes gross. have you ever held one in your hand uh well guys at work have tried to stick them in my lunch kit and stuff <laughs> made the mistake of telling them you know what uh, it, it could be the way they move you just don't like the hopping yeah and they hop into you yeah, they're gross. You can't get a bead on them. That's why. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. they're slippery little devils. You cannot predict a hop. You can't. No, like a snake, no. you can predict a snake. It's going to slither towards you. A hop could come from anywhere. You can see a slither, but you can't <laughs> predict a hop. Exactly. And I remember one time golfing at the lake, and the ground was covered in them, and it was moving, and they all flew when we drove through the cart. It was horrible. <laughs> Sounds like you need counseling, man. Play around. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, an incredible tribute to his uh, brother, just 36 years old, who passed mm-hmm. away in the last week or so. Uh, you can see that on kissinfm.com. Our own Scott Hackman did a really uh, powerful blog about yeah. it, so you can check that out. Thank you for all of your uh, crazy fears and uh, how you're facing them, because Matt's going to do that at 8 o'clock this morning with his fear of heights. It's going to be great radio for all of us except for Matt. He's left for the bathroom like three or four times already this morning, mm-hmm. so he's just trying to get all that um, excitement out of him. And yeah, then, right. then he'll be ready. he'll be ready to go. Um, 
Um, recently went shopping with my wife and ended up buying a pair of boots that are too big for me, but they were on sale and I got a bunch of, uh, it was one of those deals where if you spent uh, $200 at sport check, you got like $75 worth of basically Canadian tire money that all works together. And the boots were on sale and it was just like, they only had this one size and it's like a, like a size too big for me, but I'm like, ah, I wear these. What the heck? So I bought them. Took them home, and I've been wearing them ever since, and they're just a little bit too big, and I can tell they're just always going to be too big, and they're just not going to be perfect. Just but stuff some Kleenex in there. You'll be fine. That's what Karen said. Put something in the toe, or it'll, yeah. curl, it'll curl up like, uh, like Elf that. shoes. Exactly. So I don't want that. But, I mean, I'm like, I know I'll probably regret doing it, but they were such a good deal that I like, they're like half price, and then I got this other thing. So it was just such a good deal I ended up buying them. So we've been wanting to talk about this for a while. Have you ever bought anything that you never, you should have bought, and but it was just such a good deal you just had to? Like my mom always says, you can't afford not to buy it, right? Mm-hmm. And I asked Jack off air if she did, and she's like nodding, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a whole list. Yeah. But lots of clothes. Lots of clothes where I thought, oh, I will totally wear this. And yeah. Never did. Shoes included, accessories, lots yeah. of earrings where I'm like, oh, for sure. I'll wear these at Big Valley. No, didn't If you work don't out. love it in the store, yeah. don't buy it. I yeah. know. I always buy things for occasions. And then when it gets to that occasion, yeah. it just doesn't work. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I think that, but at least did you buy the sizes that fit you? Like uh, most yeah, times. mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, you. I buy one thing yeah. that's wasteful. Yeah. Frequently. Yeah. And that would be games. Yeah. Especially computer <laughs> games. Like they'll have a deal on a game. And I feel like to make a game worth it, you have to play <clears throat> an hour for every $10 spent. Okay. <laughs> that's the equation? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's my math. And there's some games I'll spend $30, $40 and I'll spend 30 minutes on. So All I'm right. not getting my money. Like, but they're on sale and you're like, oh man, this is a pretty good deal. I oh, only- like that looks interesting. <laughs> and then like you play half an hour and like, well, never going to play that again. All right. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at one. 103939. Have you ever bought something or maybe a, a lot of things that uh, you know, were just such a good deal that you thought, I just can't afford not to buy this? <laughs> and then you just look at it and look at it and, <laughs> and look it at it. It just stays there. Yeah. Maybe it's a big thing, like a vehicle. I don't know. Do you have that thing? At, what do you call it, Chris? Oh, the pad of wasted money. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Might have a few things on there. Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, yeah, things that you probably shouldn't have bought, but they were just so cheap that you had to. Somebody said, because I bought these boots that are too big for me, put an insole in to lose half a size. I've got these orthotics that I normally don't wear in my, my boots. But Maybe you, know you should. What? I bet you then it would fit them nice and snug. Thank you for the text. This texter says, good morning, guys. Chris, the first time I heard the can't afford not to buy it was my old roommate's first <laughs> attempt at Costco. It was referring to a $4, four liter <laughs> bottle of sauerkraut. Well, that thing, it took up so much room in the fridge, but good on him. He ate it all, even though it took years. Gross. Oh. Guaranteed it was spoiled for the last half of that jar well, adventure. Does it spoil? I'm sure it does. I think sauerkraut is spoiled when you make it. Yeah. That's why it's called sauerkraut. But I mean, can you imagine four liters and, uh, you, you know. But $4, good deal. That is a great deal. Can you imagine? They, they call them Dutch ovens, don't they? Under the covers. Oh. And they, you foof under the cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sauerkraut. Hmm. <laughs> Sauerkraut farts. Yeah, not a deal. Not a deal. Hey, <laughs> give us a call. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Recently, I found these boots. We, Jack and I were trying to figure out the name of my boots, and she was guessing. I said they're, they're like a really, really popular we'll see if you brand. Get it right away. And she was like, she was like trying to guess. Timberland. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That is the name of it the boots. It took me like fifty Googles, <laughs> <laughs> and we figured it out. Yeah, Kristen is Tim's. I've seen them wearing wear okay. them before. <laughs> they're nice boots. But the problem is, they're a size too big for me. So they kind of I'm wearing them. They're kind of sloppy. They're kind of like wearing like rubber boots. Clown shoes. But they were such a good deal, I couldn't afford not to buy them. So we're looking for those kind of stories, even though you probably shouldn't have bought it, whether it didn't fit or whether it just you knew you'd never need it. But it was such a good deal, you just had to get it. And Morgan's got a story for us. Well, my husband decided that he was going to go shopping for me and bought me a pair of cowboy boots. Yes. And they were just about a half a size too small. And I thought, oh, no, we don't need to take them back and get a bigger size. I'll just stretch them out. They will stretch. So I did. I put a travel mug in there, and I'm trying to widen them out. Needless to say, they've been in my closet for about five years, and I have never worn them. Oh, no. Looks like they're the baby's future shoes now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and they were so nice. And I thought, why didn't I take them back and just get that bigger size? I know, I know. You know what? I've been waiting for a lot of my jeans to stretch, too. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There it is. Ludicrous. <laughs> He's going to be playing halftime on Friday night at the big Eskimo football game. And uh, we've got Candace on the line right now. You're going to get a chance to play uh, Lyrics or Lie. Matt's uh, composed some lyrics to some of his own fake rap songs and then he's also got ludicrous ones here and you got to decide if it's a lyric or a lie you ready to go okay all right go ahead matt here comes the first one you tell me if it's a little a little line or a lie you ain't nothing you just a rookie playing in the minors going bar down is just a fluky i'm like connor scoring goals like mcdavid while you sit on the bench waiting to play bad okay i think i know the answer to this do you think that's a ludicrous or a lie I'm gonna say that's a lie. That's a lie. That's no, it's a, it's real. Yeah, no, it's a lie. No. That's a Matt Matt DeBurs McDavid uh, rap. Okay, good job. Awesome. Go ahead, another one. Okay, here we go. Pull up with a million trucks, looking, smelling, feeling like a million bucks. Pass the bottles, the heat is on. We in that huddle, all smoking that Cheech and Chong. That'd be ludicrous. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Roll out. <laughs> And one more for the win. I got money coming out of my pores. I mean, I'm drowning in it. It's to the top of the doors. Please help. I need a bank. I got more cash than the lackeys on the shark tank. That's a lie. Oh, you're a little rapper, Matt. Spit my lines. What can I say? Wow, you better copyright that puppy. I think you got it. Uh, You know what? You got two out of three. You're going to see Ludacris on Friday night and the Big Eskimo game. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you so much. Good job. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Mad Dog, as someone just texted at 103.939, the rapping dog. (laughs) Sup, Matt. Sup. Sup. I like up. that. It's Matt Dog. 715. A couple of honkies. Coming up next hour, <laughs> uh, Matt's going to be, uh, at this time, will be uh, rappelling off the coast Edmonton Hotel for Make-A-Wish, and he's really thrilled about it. He is so excited. I've never seen him more pumped to do anything in my life. He's pumping all right. Yeah. It's anyway. not, I don't want to. I'm just having a real existential crisis. Yeah. It's for the kids. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Keep telling me that. <laughs> we are. We are. We are. We are. Here's the deal. Um, last year when we were in Mexico at the beautiful Dreams Resort in Huatuco, and it was pretty awesome, I remember the first time I got a drink and I didn't get a straw. And I'm like, ooh, that's kind of odd. I didn't get a straw. And then I got another drink and it didn't have a straw. And I got a third drink and it didn't have a straw. And then I finally said, hey, why am I not getting any straws? And um, basically the hotel had uh, basically gotten rid of the straw. Mm-hmm. And, and and I hadn't ever even thought about it until that moment. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess straws are bad. Like how ridiculous is that? That's but- the thing. We just... Don't think about None it. None of us ever thought about it. Now it's become a, a way bigger deal. Uh, yesterday, again, Boston Pizza's now jumped on board. A&W, I think, was one of the first companies in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? a couple of weeks ago, A&W did. Now Boston Pizza. And I think there's about 30 to 40 restaurants in the Edmonton area that are yeah. saying no more straws unless you ask for it. Right. But they're trying to go completely straw-free. Yeah. So it got me thinking about, uh, you know, in, in, in five or ten years, talked about this earlier in the show, five or ten years from now, we'll look back and go, do you remember the days when they used to, like, just give you a a straw for every drink and you got a new straw every time. How crazy was that? And, uh, you know, I think about that in the the things that we never ever thought about until they fi- went away. Like, um, you know, I guess we all knew smoking maybe wasn't the best thing in, in, in uh, buildings and things like that, but we just kind of all dealt with it, right? I, I remember going, working at Cook County Saloon years ago, coming home, having to take all of my clothes off before I came in the house because I just, <laughs> yeah, it was just so, like an ashtray. so yeah. gross. And I'm convinced someday there'll be some health concerns about doing that all the time because we took in a lot of secondhand smoke. Thankfully, that doesn't happen anymore. And that's another example of that. What other examples? You know, if things... I was looking online. There are some things. Um, do you know that airport security did not exist until the 1970s? So you just got on the plane. You just got on the plane. They just thought, oh, everyone's fine. But then by 1972, there had been 72 hijackings. So they yeah. were like, yeah, I think <laughs> well, we better. Maybe it's time to do something. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him bring his jackknife on the plane. Yes. Like Jack and I's generation, we're yeah. going to get the last of a lot of things. Yeah. Right. Very much so. Like, yeah. we're never going to have lamb, landlines in our homes. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, we used to have a phone at the house. Yeah. You called it. You didn't know who was going to pick up. Yeah. You just, there was a phone there. I used a phone for the very first time at the cabin that I was at this weekend, and right. it was kind of fun. <laughs> like, the yeah. landline, I'm like, this is so clear. Like a landline? <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. This is so clear. <laughs> we used to go to school, and you look around. Nobody was on their cell phones. No, there was nothing. no cell phones. Now you go to school, all the kids have yeah. cell phones, and it's such an enormous thing. Yeah. Bobby's mom often tells the story of how seatbelt laws. Um, Bobby right. was born in has my husband was born in 1980, and yeah. seatbelt laws I think came in around 85. I'll just say they did because I just as I got my license and yeah in 86. Yeah, right when I got my license, I had to draw. I had to put a seatbelt on, and we all thought that was like the dumbest. Everyone thought it was so thing. stupid. It was a big fight with my husband Bob <laughs> to put our seatbelts. <laughs> Now, drive without your seatbelt on, you feel like you're going to fall out of the vehicle. Like I do anyway. Like I just instantly put it on, right? So uh, there you go. Anyway, straws. Um, Yeah, who would have ever thought? Starting it all. Yeah. but Hey, quick sidebar. There's 58 (laughs) Boston pizzas in northern Alberta. Uh, I think there's more than that, actually. That's outrageous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) People love Boston pizza. There's actually 68. (laughs) Jeez. That's a lot of Boston pizzas. (laughs) There you go. Hmm. Maybe, maybe we should do a tour. Take us weeks. Anyway, interesting story. So there you go. Straws makes complete sense, and we'll just we'll deal with it. You'll start carrying your straw around with you, right? Yeah, metal straws. They come with cool cases. Uh, I don't it's know. a real thing. I don't know if I can do the metal on my teeth. I don't know. Oh yeah, sensitive teeth. You could, you could get people. a hard plastic one yeah. that you just reuse. Okay, yeah, like just, them Starbucks ones. Just like my glass, it'll be so sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Nobody's gonna want to use it. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Uh, yeah, talking about the straws going uh, the way of the dodo bird, as I like to say, because uh, they're just not environmentally uh, friendly. So we're looking for those kind of stories. For example... Denise texts in and says, paper towels to dry your hands in the washroom. <laughs> now most have hand dryers. Our office building just did the switch, and we've eliminated 1,400 bags of trash a month. Okay, 1,400 bags. Okay, maybe I'll... Man, I'll always go for the towels over the blow dryer thing. I know. It's just easier, but it's not better. I usually do the handshake and then just rub my pants, you know, rub my hands on my pants. (laughs) We see it. Uh Yes. (laughs) Another person said, what about passing notes in class? I just cleaned out my parents' condo and I found a whole shoebox full of them. Yeah, they don't do that anymore, do they? Really don't. They just text. Uh, Yes, Wayne. You're talking about getting rid of straws? Well, I have a couple steel ones, and, and it's very hard to have a Slurpee with a steel straw because it freezes solid and you can't suck nothing. Oh, my gosh, you're right. We yeah. did not think this through. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you, yeah, you got to do? You got to heat your straw before you use it for your Slurpee? <laughs> well, I guess so. Then it's not a Slurpee at all. It is a slush. It'll be like the barbers where you have to dip in that barbicide and like dip oh, your straw in hot gross. water. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, this is a crazy story. And uh, Gentry, who works here at the radio station, is originally from Cornwall. And you said you saw this story, actually. It was like on, kind of made international news. But uh, she sent it to me yesterday, and it's kind of a, a kind of an interesting one. Okay, so in late June, a woman uh, from Cornwall rents a vehicle. Okay, that's not very uncommon. She does that. The vehicle she rents is a black Nissan Sentra. She proceeds to Walmart, where she parks and does some shopping. She returns to the parking lot, gets into a black vehicle, and proceeds home. Around the same time, a man who was also at the same Walmart comes to get into his black infinity and he, uh, well, he finds out that his car is missing. So, of course, he contacts the police and reports the car stolen. For the next two weeks, the woman who took this black car drove it around uh, for her regular activities, assuming it was her rental car. And uh, this weekend, the woman reattended the car rental company to take it back. Once inside, the woman spoke to the manager and commented about how, how unkept the inside of the vehicle was <laughs> and the fact that there was a set of golf clubs in it. Uh, The woman wasn't impressed and handed over the keys. The manager was slightly confused. He observed the keys uh, were belonging to an Infinity. Uh, The woman, of course, did not rent an Infinity. So he's like, hmm, this is really strange. Uh, The woman observed uh, the vehicle uh, was, well, asked where she got it. And she says, well, I got it from you. I rented it here. And he said, well, no, you didn't. It's not our car rental. And uh, so he asked her where was the last time she drove it and got it. And anyway, they figured out it was the Walmart. They get to the Walmart and sure enough, there is her rental vehicle sitting in the parking lot like it's been the last couple of weeks, this oh, black Nissan Sentra. Uh, the woman uh, and the, the the manager was confused, of course, and uh, the woman then figured out she had taken the wrong car from the parking lot and drove it for two whole weeks. And so uh, anyway, they were, got to the police and they figured out everything and it, uh, you know, they figured out that she was actually driving the wrong <laughs> vehicle for the last couple of weeks. And apparently everybody was all good with this. But the moral of the story is how does she get in a vehicle that's not hers and just drive away with it? But the guy that went to the Walmart left one of his key fobs in the car. That's okay. I was wondering where that happened. Exactly. That's where it happened, right? So the moral of the story is, and you know, and, and maybe he had what he thought was his key fob with him, but there was probably the extra one was left in the vehicle and so you can now just press these easy vehicles. to do yeah put on goes. the brake press the button but she literally drove the wrong vehicle for two whole weeks and they thought it was stolen so oh there you go cow. she was pretty upset with uh, the fact that it had golf clubs in it and you know yeah, like what's weird his sunglasses what else did it have in it how did she, <laughs> you guys did not clean this rental how did car she not figure that out for two weeks Yikes. i don't know if anybody can top that story we've talked about this before i've gotten in the wrong vehicle
vehicle before, assuming it was mine. Right. Right? You've never done that? No, we've been pretty lucky. I mean, we when we have the Jeep sometimes in the summer, it's kind of confusing because there's lots of Jeeps and it's like yeah. a red Jeep and you think, oh, well, it's mine and it's not. And they're usually unlocked. But right. other than we've never driven away in one. Yeah. Yeah. Once uh, years ago, uh, before I married my wife, uh, we came to like Fanny's Fabrics and I, I literally got in the wrong car. I was so tired of them shopping for dress fabric or whatever. <laughs> and I literally got in the wrong car. It was my, I thought it was my mother and father-in-law's car and I got in the wrong one. I was sitting in it when the actual owner came and he's like, excuse me, what are you doing in my car? So <laughs> oh, scary. I've done that before. If you've done something like this, I don't know if you've ever driven a vehicle you thought was yours for two weeks, but uh, 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. It's a beautiful morning to be rappelling down the Coast Hotel downtown. Uh, easy for us to say because we're not there. Again, listen closely to our conversations and what we're doing with Matt because it'll be your chance to win Kit more tickets coming up, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So again, Matt is at the Coast Hotel on 105th Street for Make-A-Wish. The c- campaign is called... Rope for Hope. Rope for Hope. Uh, all right, Maddie, how how are you as you get set to, to come down that building? Uh, I don't know. I'm in an elevator to the top. That's oh. wrong. <laughs> oh, to the top. How, how many floors? Uh, I was up to 22, and I think we're going to take a few slides of flights of fares. I can't even talk. I'm so terrified. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why, why don't you guys stop at the 13th floor? Start there. Lucky. Yeah, I want to. Adam, Adam Gregory's with me, uh, Pride of Edmonton. Yes. <laughs> he is my spirit animal. He is, uh, he's calming me down. Right, Adam? That's right. Yeah, he says that's right. You want to talk to him? Sure. Okay, here you go. Hey, Chris. Hey, Adam. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. Can you do me a one quick favor? I know this is kind of awkward, but can you see if there's any moisture around Matt's crotch area? Ooh, don't get is too there close. Any moisture around crotch? <laughs> I got to check if there's moisture around crotch. <laughs> no, we're good. No, no, we're good. <laughs> okay, All right. Good. That's coming. Make sure that when you guys rappel down, Adam, you're above him, not below him. Okay. I, I'll make sure. Does he have like the runs or something? <laughs> well, like, he's got a little bit of everything. <laughs> Never guaranteed. He, he calls it anxiety. Diarrhea. And oh, it's, diarrhea. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for doing this, buddy. Uh, again, hey, make you. make a wish. It's called what's it called rope for rope for hope. Rope for All hope. Have you ever wish. done anything like this before? Where you've hung? I've up? never done anything, but I've done so much to make a wish. Yeah, really connection to it. All right. Well, you do us a favor. Hold his hand, but again, stay above him, not below him, Adam. Yeah, he's been crying a lot. So. I know he has. Aww. If if you if you're, your shoulder. if you're below him, you might want to wear a shower cap. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We'll check in with you guys in moments, and people can watch on Facebook Live. All right. Thank you again. Perfect. All right. Matt DeBurs and Adam Gregory getting set to go down the. Who would have ever thought? What huh? a dynamic duo. Exactly. It's Batman and Robin. Speaking of Adam, here he is. One of his biggest hits. It's No Vacancy on Kissing Country. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If you're just tuning in, our own buddy Matt DeBurs is, uh, well, he's 23 stories up at the Coast Hotel downtown, Jack, and he's uh, Rope for Hope for Make-A-Wish, right? Yes, all in support of Make-A-Wish, and he has been so brave all morning. All right, so uh, you can follow along on the Kiss and Country Facebook page. If you don't see the video live, you can actually mm-hmm. see it after. That's not a problem, but anyway, let's just take, let's say it's taken a lot of second guessing <laughs> on the edge, but I think he's about to go over. Matt, you're about to go over? I haven't looked down, but I'm definitely over the building now. Yes. And it's awful. <laughs> I feel for everybody who's done this. Thank you for everybody who's, who's raised money for Make-A-Wish and 
does this willingly. <laughs> You're I doing it willingly going too. So slow for uh, I don't know half hour. I would want to go fast, but <laughs> <sighs> you, know, you can only go so fast. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh my! But there's a GoPro on me. And. Oh, How do you uh, feel? Do you feel be terrible? Like <laughs> fresh air, free as a bird. Yeah, free as a bird. Uh, could you please never tell my unborn son about this? <laughs> <laughs> he would be proud of it. Yes, he would. Would he? Yeah, he would. <laughs> <laughs> we'll like this part. <laughs> oh, I would say I'm about a, a third of the way down now. Yeah. Not looking down. No. They did a great job in the construction of this building, looking straight ahead. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, they seem to be really good, these people, like, you know, again, they're just kind of going through it with you, right? Like They're amazing. Everybody here was incredible. Yeah. I mean, if you're worried about it, like, I'm the biggest coward on the planet, so. That's not true, because no, you just Matt. did this. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So, it hasn't gotten a lot better. No. Do it's you... still pretty... Like, not fun. All right. Uh, text us now at 103939 with how many stories Matt is going down. We've been mentioning it. It's your chance to win mm-hmm. Kit Moore tickets. We'll randomly grab somebody, and they'll be off to the show on Friday night. Now, the question is, Matt, will you actually be down on the ground by the time Kit Moore is in town? <laughs> no, I think I'm going to have to empty the show from up top. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Down really loud. <laughs> you can check this out on the Facebook page. And again, if you can't watch it live, you can watch it throughout the day. Uh, Adam Gregory is up there right now, and he's, uh, he's talking to facebook and uh, we're all pretty darn proud of you make a wish if people want to contribute to you or anybody else they go to the website right hey you're doing great you remembered it you're yeah. fine yeah and i'm definitely picking up speed which i don't like <laughs> <laughs> this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast Meant to be. There's Florida Georgia Line and BB Rexa kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. As soon as the show ends, the sun comes out. Matt is on the ground at the Coast Hotel for the Rope for Hope again for Make a Wish. Uh, again, 23 stories. That's how many floors he went down. We're randomly choosing somebody to go to Kip Moore. Yes, I just text them right now. Awesome. And you can check out the video on Facebook. We're really proud of Matt. Um, that wasn't easy for him. That, Not so if at you're all. scared of heights, 23 stories. Like it's a lot. And it's that first just going over the edge. It's the same with bungee jumping. Once you jump, it's simple. It's just to well, actually you don't really have a choice. wrap your brain around jumping. <laughs> yeah. I've never sky dove, but I assume it's the same, right? It's like it's just jumping out of that the perfectly part. good running airplane. Just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, Adam Gregory, the country singer from here in Edmonton, uh, is going to be uh, doing this at noon. But he came down to cheer Matt on. And have you ever seen anybody that scared in your life, Adam? No, but that was like a, a total example of a guy facing his fears right there. There it is. He, he sure was. Because yeah. he, he's, he's like, uh, I don't know, guys, if I can do this. I'm not doing well right now. Yeah, yeah. But he did it. Then you held his so, hand and aw. talked him through it. I, well, as close as much as I could. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like you know, just like helping your wife have a baby, right? Yes, very much the same. Yeah. And how is he now? <laughs> Oh, well, uh, he, needs, he needs a change of clothes, but he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.